I'm so used to, I'll just pick up my phone and I just boop, go to the app. And I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing that right now. It's just so hard to maintain. And uh, the question we want you to ask yourself while we're going through this today is like, how does social media affect you? Like when you get done scrolling, when you get done looking at stuff, you walk away and you're like, oh man, that was so refreshing. I'm Rhett. And I'm Brandon. And, and we're, we're the house dads. dads because we're dads who sell houses, but we're also husbands, business owners, sports freaks, Christians, friends, marketing nerds, TV show bingers, and so many more things. Like so many of you, we're just trying to do it all. And we're trying to do it well. And that's what we're here to talk about. Welcome to episode 13 of House Dads. We are so glad that you're here. You're in for a good one. Probably my favorite part about today is it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what stage of life. If you are a human, you are in the right spot. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're glad you're here. It's going to be a great one to listen to. Before we begin... Uh, we had a little, we had YouTube starting to ga- gather some momentum. And mm. so a big deal for us would be if you subscribed on yeah. YouTube. So even if you're listening on Spotify, like just hop over there after, yeah, just real quick, get on YouTube, just subscribe to the House Dad podcast channel. That would mean the world to us. And uh, again, we just thank you for being here. You're in for a treat today. Rhett, you want to tell them a little bit about yeah. what they got to expect? We're, we're talking about, like you say, everybody, this is for everybody, yes. not just uh, certain people. We're going to be talking about social media right? and how to prevent it from consuming your life. Sounds like a monster because it kind of is. Yes. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's such a weird topic because it's a, it's a thing that brings so much joy. Yeah. But golly, it can cause some, cause some stuff. So we're going to be talking about how to, you know, practically prevent yourself, uh, limit yourself, set boundaries, all right. that kind of stuff. Um, you know, social media, I don't think people realize how much time they spend on it. It's and, and there's, you know, like motivation comes, motivation goes. So right. I'll read some stats or I'll read a cool book uh, and it kind of convicts you a little bit of, wow, I'm, I'm probably spending a little too much time on social media. And there's often times, many times in the past where I'll, I'll set goals for myself. Like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to do social media on Sundays or just one day of the week. Um, or, Hey, I'm going to go this many days without checking social media before this time right. or after this time. Right. And yeah, the motivation's there in the time. And then after, you know, a few days, it's just, uh, it gives out. it's tough. Yep. It's tough. And it's muscle memory yep. as well. Like I'm, I'm so used to, I'll just pick up my phone and I just boop, go to the app and I'm like, Oh, I'm not supposed to be doing that right now. Yeah. It's just so hard to maintain without right? another thought. Yeah. And I think what we'll get into today is a lot of times it's, we try and fix the behavior yeah. Without really fixing like why we're going to it. And, and so, man, it is a, like I said, we're trying to prevent how social media consumes you. Yeah. Sounds like a big, scary monster, but it kind of <laughs> is. It can be, it man. It can really consume yeah. your life. And uh, the question we want you to ask yourself while we're going through this today is like, how does social media affect you? Like when you get done scrolling, when you get done looking at stuff, you walk away and you're like, oh man, that was so refreshing. <laughs> Or how does it affect you? And so you got to put some proper uh, protection. Yeah, you got to put some some measures in place yeah. to make sure that it doesn't take and, advantage and of you. To give a disclaimer, like social media, I taught a social. I taught an Instagram class at our at our brokerage uh, probably about a month ago, and I started off with, man, what a blessing social media yes. is to yeah. our business. Like right. not even talking about the humanity aspect. Right. For our business, man, it, it just helps us leaps and bounds Huge. to market ourselves, our properties, just to, to interact with people. So it's a good 
can't be a good thing. I, I think 100%. it was, I guess it was created to be a good thing. Yeah, I think so. But as the world happens, it just kind of gets skewed and manipulated. And uh, But either way, I thought it would be cool to put us on the spot here and uh, just to show you that we're in the mix with you. We are by no means like, oh, we have this under control. Right. I thought it'd be cool to check our screen time, Brandon. <laughs> To pull out our phones, check our screen time, and see how much time we spend on social media. I wasn't sure if you were legit about this, but here we go. We're about to expose ourselves for the world. Pulling it up, settings. uh, That is if you have an iPhone. If you have an Android, you can stop listening. I'm kidding. You're welcome here, too. Uh, Yeah, screen time. So... Yikes. I I have a feeling I'm going to be a little higher than Brandon's because we're just a little different. We are. We are. And platforms and either way. Yeah, for sure. So total screen time, what what's your most used app? Most used app. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah, I don't I don't I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to my boys T Bob and Hester in the morning okay. on one oh four five. Like when I'm in the car, yeah, YouTube is on. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't spend a lot of time on YouTube. I've yeah. missed the mark there for some reason. Yeah. How much time do you you spend on their daily average a day? One hour. One hour, one hour a day. and three minutes. That's not bad. Yeah, one hour and three minutes. On Especially when I mean, you're getting education out of it, right? Yeah, we, you know, I don't get a whole lot from Sports Talk Radio, <laughs> but it's from you it's get some information. Good education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, what you got? Expose my, yourself. <laughs> my mo- Snapchat. <laughs> no, uh, I have I have gone be away real. from the Snapchat. No, be real. It only allows you to to do so much a day. Yeah, true. My most used app is Instagram. There you go. And I am honestly ashamed to say. <laughs> it's okay. Just say it. This is a safe I think space. this is for the past week, right? right. So uh, my daily average on Instagram is two hours and 19 minutes. Listen, <laughs> listen, this is a safe space. You get a lot of business. I'm only awake so long. And, I know. you know, it's just, you it's know, all business, though. Yeah, that's right. It is. It's, it's for business. business. It's totally for profit. It's for my buyers and sellers out there. Well, look, if you follow Red on <laughs> you, on Instagram, which you should, you know that you make oh, the best content. So, so yeah. he, he does great. He does a great job, but it is uh, pretty convicting. Yeah. What else do you have on there? Um, messages. Messages is my next one. Yeah. Obviously, we spend a lot of time talking to clients. Facebook is my, ne- is my third one. Yeah. I, Instagram's way down. I'm a boomer. She and he so, is a boomer, even though he's uh, younger than me. Twitter, Facebook, and then Instagram. Twitter. I have YouTube, messages, maps, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I know where I'm driving. Maps. I guess maps. A lot of times I'll pull it up just like my next appointment. Like yeah. I knew a show on how long do I need. Yeah. Um, but Twitter, we'll get into this. I like Twitter a lot Yeah. Um, because I like the news aspect of it. Kind the of sports inform- news, informative the information. Stuff. And there's no drama on it. It's just like funny memes and things yeah, yeah. like that. So I, I like have, Twitter. I have a Twitter. And just to show you how much I don't use it, someone DM me the other day on Instagram and said, hey, your Twitter was hacked. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? It's like, I've never been hacked. But I'm not even home And there. I looked and it was somebody, apparently someone hacked my Twitter and was posting like crypto nice. uh, tweets. Oh, wasn't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the crypto game, but I'm like, what the heck? I'm I like, I'm so proud I've never gotten hacked. And yeah, so Twitter, I had to change my password and it was, uh, it was embarrassing, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So all that to say, um, you know, I thought we would, man, this thing just logged me out. Oops. Um, I thought we would go. So, and this is going to be a little, it's going to seem a little doom and gloom, right? right. But right. it is kind of to set the stage of the seriousness of what social media can do and does do to, to people. Yeah. And I think, uh, a lot of times it's something that just happens to us. Like we're just like, Oh wait, we never realized that we spend so much time on social media and, and it, 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 
we're not the first people that talked about the dangers of it and how you use it well and everything like that. But it's always good just as a reminder to bring all these things back to attention. And Rhett's going to read some stats to kind of just make it really relevant to uh, yeah. how much people actually do consume it today. Yeah. Um, so I got this. It's funny enough. I'll get to, to this point. I got all these stats from a uh, from an attorney or a law site. Huh. Like it was, uh, and I'll get to the, the oh, reasoning yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, but the stat or the kind of the premise they say is in 2005, only five percent of Americans used social media. 2005. Was that MySpace? Is the only thing Probably MySpace. I don't know if you had Live Journal. You have a Live Journal. You know what that don't is? Don't even know what that is. Okay. <laughs> it was before your time. <laughs> Um, yeah, 5% of Americans use social media. By, tw- by 2021, it rose to 72% of Americans had active social media accounts. Wow. But that's like an extreme. Um, I feel like the only ones that don't are like babies. Yeah, even some of the, their parents create yeah, babies exactly Instagram them. accounts. Yeah. Um, the, here's where I'm going to... Well, this is average. The average person spends two hours and 27 minutes on social media every day. Wow. So I'm average. Yeah. Well, that was just Instagram. I don't guess I don't, I got to yeah, add up. We won't talk about cool. <laughs> cool. Average. Uh, so two hours and 27 minutes on social media every day. Uh, and again, you're only awake for so long during the day. Mm-hmm. So two hours is a pretty big chunk of it. Yeah. Um, it's estimated that 210 million people worldwide are addicted to social media. And you don't, you don't want to sometimes associate social right. media to addiction, which right. maybe some people do, but 210 million people, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, more than half of all drivers admit to checking social media behind the wheel. That's why the car insurance prices are going yeah. up, man. And why are y'all doing that? Yeah. I don't do that. Uh, roughly 42% of teens, here we're kind of getting to the heavy stuff, 42% of teens admit that social media keeps them from connecting with friends in person. Yeah. Right? People are hiding behind the keyboard. and they. I'm just, sure those are similar numbers for adults, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so a lot of these stats, they give it off of teenage because I feel, I mean, people grew up, started from birth to now involved. Like, we didn't have social media when we first, right. like we were kids. Right. So these are people that have grown up with it, so they probably struggle with it more, have a little less self-control with right. it. Um, not to say that adults don't, but these these kind of go off of teens a lot. Right. Um, in a recent survey, 70% of teens said they felt they feel left out or excluded because of social media. Yeah. The comparison game is a is, is just real. a nightmare yeah. with, uh, with social media. So because of that, so many teens are feeling left out or excluded. And again, getting into the heavy stuff, suicide rates among teen among teens have increased in the past ten years. Like right. they've just shot through the roof. Right. And I don't think it's a coincidence. No, not of, at all. That why. social media is going up too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then social media is more addictive than alcohol and cigarettes. Wow. I mean, I've never had a problem with either one of those, but social media I have. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I get so. it. And, uh, you it's know, crazy. it's tough, man. It is like a drug. It releases those endorphins. Yeah, you man. Just get, get hooked you, and get trapped. You, and, you chase that feeling for it, sure. And like you said, you, a lot of times you find yourself going to it without even thinking. You it's know? muscle memory. It it's is. It's so sad. It is. It is. Um, so we kind of talked about the apps that we use, uh, but YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok are the most popular social media apps among teens. Right. Um, and then Instagram, is, it says Instagram is the most dangerous platform for teens' mental health. Yeah, I think for a lot of people's mental health. Probably followed shortly behind with uh, Facebook. Yeah. yeah, and again, all these kind of platforms, they gear towards different demographics. Mm-hmm. Like TikTok, I am not. I don't spend much time on there. I'm on there because I feel like I have to be with business and stuff, but right. I don't consume it as much as Instagram. Right. Uh, but you got the younger generation on TikTok and then a little, a little older but still young on Instagram. Right. And then YouTube... 
yeah, you got I mean, Brandon. No. <laughs> you got a lot of people on YouTube. That's yeah. kind of that's that's big. But right. a lot of teams are on there. But um, so I mentioned I got these these stats off of kind of a law firm's site. Yeah, I was wondering why. That. Uh, things are getting so serious with like with with the issues that are coming out of being addicted to social media that there are multiple lawsuits of people going after the big social media platforms because they're suffering from mental health hmm. or some sort of uh, side effects or they're losing family members or friends to suicide. Wow. Well, not to make light of that, but I guess that's like, I mean, I, I don't know how you could sue somebody when it's like, they're not forcing you to do it, but uh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's like the McDonald's spilling hot coffee. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't know the coffee was hot. Yeah, I didn't know I'd get addicted to this. Yeah. But I mean, I, I guess mean, I, I, it won't be long before we pull up our Facebook and stuff and it's like disclaimer. Yes. And there uh, probably is. Product, I don't know. Like nicotine. Yeah. Like the nicotine disclaimer. Uh -huh. Like nicotine is highly addictive. I probably imagine. soon it'd be like Facebook, Instagram, all that. It's, it's highly addictive. Beware. Definitely probably getting, I'm sure in the privacy policy somewhere it says, it's I don't something. know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something to protect it for sure. So uh, it, it's a big deal, yeah, right? It so is. it's easy to kind of make a lighthearted of like, oh, I can't put my phone down because of social media. And again, it brings you so much joy. It does have some some benefits because of business or just yeah. connecting with people you wouldn't connect with. Yeah. But it's a serious thing if you don't have it under control. Right, 100%. I mean, I think about all the time, like when you run into somebody that you haven't seen in years personally, like, yeah. I mean, but then you feel like you haven't missed a beat. No. Because you've seen everything everything that's happened in their lives on Facebook so you could pick right back up. So there's definitely the positives. Yeah. And then the long family that you don't see as often. Well, they're connected and they know everything that you're doing because of what you yep. put on Facebook. And like you talked about from the business side of it, there's so many advantages. Oh, yeah. And this big overlying rule I try and practice with my life, but obviously it's not always the case, is I use it, but I don't abuse it. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, everything in moderation is yeah. big for me. And so when I start to see it spiral and get out of control, it's like, okay, that's when I start to abuse it. Yeah. Let me just shrink back a little bit and well, use it to how I can. I would say you have a, I, I can tell you have a pretty good grip on your uh, not abusing it. We'll see. <laughs> but some uh, weeks are better than others. We're, we're going to go through some, um, just some, I guess, practical things or just things to be aware of to help you. If you feel like, you know what, I do have a problem or it is consuming my time. I will say if I am like, maybe I just made a post or I'm trying to like have a conversation through social media and I'm around my kids, man, my, my fuse is so much shorter. Yeah. I just have so little patience because I'm, I'm trying to like focus on this and I'm like, that's not fair to my kids. They don't know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. But so if you see yourself doing that, these are some things to think about and yeah, maybe, maybe sense. implement to help you, um, Keep it under control. Right. Keep it in moderation. Right. Right. Um, and the first thing, it, it seems silly, and it sounds like you know you're in an AA meeting, but it says acknowledge the problem. Hey, I'm Brandon. <laughs> I have a social media problem. Right. No, but it, it's very true. You yeah. can't get help, or you can't realize that you need help until you admit that you're got an issue. And I know it seems trivial because there's so many other things that could be consuming you, but you have to admit. Uh, maybe this is a problem and I'm using it a little bit too yeah. much. Uh, you got to be aware of it. You have to say, you know, nobody wants, you can't fix it if you're not, if you don't think it's a problem. Exactly. Right? You have to acknowledge that it is indeed a problem right. or acknowledge that it can be a problem. Right. Right. So you can, you can nip it in the bud. Is it bud or butt? Nip it in the butt? I always wondered. I think it's bud. If you say it fast, no one knows. Nip I it in the bud. it's a bud. Cigarette uh, bud. <laughs> yeah. a cigarette butt. Like, and I think you, you know, we're talking about a lot of addictive uh, yeah. different things well, here. Maybe but anyway. We'll, we'll yeah. go. Uh, if you catch it on the front end, how right, about there that? You go. Um, then it won't, it may not become a problem um, down the road. Right. Uh, the second one is kind of like I mentioned in the beginning that I've tried and attempted to do is, is to set boundaries. 
right? Tell yourself, hey, I'm only going to do it during specific times. I'm only going to check it uh, this time and not check it this time, or I'm only going to check it at in my car or not right. at home. Whatever you need to do, set those boundaries so that you're not constantly just on your phone scrolling. Yeah, and I don't think there's any... Um there's no like blanket or universal way that you got to set these boundaries. Yeah. It's just that you actually do set them. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise it can be consuming. And uh, I, I think one thing that's important is, like you said, that in those particular situations, it's a big pet peeve of mine. And I'm sure nobody loves it or enjoys it. But that when you're talking with somebody and then you can easily look down at what they're doing and they're sitting there in the middle scrolling. of a conversation with yeah. you scrolling. And it's like, bro, like I'm here. We are having a conversation. I'm a real person. And you're scrolling through pictures. <laughs> and images yeah. and posts of people that are not with you. And so that comes from something deep inside of us where we're escaping yeah. what's really going on. Yeah. You know? And so that goes into people setting boundaries. having a hard time connecting in real life because exactly. they're so involved. But, exactly. And yes, you, like you said, um, you know, doing setting times that are benefit that you that you feel benefit your your lifestyle but there are right. some advantageous times that probably are universal absolutely like one thing they say is you probably shouldn't check social media as soon as first you wake, you wake up. up right first thing when you wake up right right uh that's a habit like yep. that's what people do they're like what yep. i miss what i miss yep. fomo right yeah yep. and it's it's it sets the tone for the day yeah one of my routines and this is the good side of it one of my routines every single day is i like looking at my facebook memories yeah. And so it's, it's, it's trained in my brain. I look at it every single day. Uh-huh. A lot of times I just, I get to see cute pictures of the boys when they're going up. I get to see the cringiest stuff from 10 and 12 years ago. <laughs> How was I like 10 years ago? Yeah. And stuff like that. So there are those good things too, but yeah, it does become like, there's not a day that goes by that I don't check those memories. Yeah. And so it, it is just programmed yeah. without setting boundaries. So try to think of boundaries that are good for you. Um, you know, one thing I've tried to do is you know when I get home, I don't I don't check it for right. a while. Like focus on yes. the family, focus on the kids. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to do is get home, sit on the couch, start scrolling exactly. when, I, when I haven't seen the kids all day. Right. right. Uh, but yeah, set boundaries. Uh, this next one is actually something I've done recently. It's limit notifications. It's big. Super practical. Yeah. Right. Super Just turn practical. off your notifications. You don't need to get a notification every time you get a freaking like. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and one thing that I, I justified it with Instagram, I was like, I want to turn on my notifications for DMs. Right. Because I don't, if someone reaches out, I don't want to miss it. I want to be yeah. timely. But man, every time I see even just the, the smallest DM of just an emoji, I'm like, yeah. check it. Exactly. And then it goes down the wormhole, rabbit hole, whatever, yep. of, of, of scrolling. That's a big deal, too, because I'm OCD where I like to have my apps oh, yeah. clean, notifications clean, and stuff dot. like that. And so same with text messages and stuff. If I look at it and I see them unread, if I see all that different stuff... So eliminating those notifications yeah. and not looking for them is massive. Yeah, it's a so big deal. I, I don't see any notifications unless I check the app. Yes. Now, how often I check the app is another story. That's on you. But, <laughs> but just something as practical as turning off your notifications, uh, it can help a long way without you going down the rabbit hole. For sure, for sure. Uh, number four, kind of like we just did, use tools to track the time you have spent on social media. Right. So this kind of goes into like setting goals and tracking and measuring your daily activities to see if you're going towards your goal. These, this is something you can do to track, um, you know, how often you have spent time on social media to see if you need to lay off it. Yeah. And the same thing too, only not even tracking it. I know on iPhone for sure, you can put those time limits on them. And Mm -hmm. so as soon as you hit that limit, it'll warn you, Hey, you got 15 minutes left today, you know? And it's very easy for you to uh, pass up that limit, but at least it's Uh another reminder. It's another level layer of accountability that'll keep you from 
It'll keep you yeah. tracking yourself. Yeah, during the, the high motivation time that I had one time, I was like, all right, I'm going to make my phone tell me, remind me when I hit a certain limit to like, hey, get off. Right. It, Blow right it, it pops up and you have literally the option of skip, yeah. wait till tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, there's, it, it reminds me, don't, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, but yeah, use those tools to your advantage. Yes. Uh, I think you said in a past episode, you like to go at the end of the week and track to see your screen time right. and see, okay, I need to chill out a little bit. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's a big deal going back and and like we talked about, it pops up on my phone every Sunday morning right yeah. when I'm in the middle of church. So talk <laughs> about convicting as can be. But yeah. uh, I went back and looked at different things that I was spending a lot of time on and, and that's when I had to really hard reset it yeah. and see how uncomfortable I was with silence. Right. I mm-hmm. told you about that time, but... But um, even when like YouTube and listening to self-help and podcasts and things like this, like you're consuming right now, I was like, okay, some of these things are starting to, uh, I'm starting to lose myself in. Right. And so I had to kind of touch back base with reality because that's what we do in our yeah. social media is we disconnect. Yeah. That's why we enjoy it so much. And so we need times to disconnect, mm-hmm. but we can't be in this constant place of disconnection. Yeah. Even though we try and mistakenly cover it under the umbrella of connection right. when really we're not connecting no, with no, anybody. No. So, no. no, that makes sense for sure. So, yeah, use those tools to your advantage. There's apps, there's separate apps where you have to do a passcode. And um, I was talking with my real estate coach the other day, and he's like, you know, you can give that code to your wife. And you because it's easy it if you know the her. code just to put it in, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you give it to somebody else it's good that, you, that you allow, uh, it helps you, helps you. That's a really good tip. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number five is, uh, is one of my favorite ones, man. It says to create a healthy digital environment. Right. right. What does that mean? That simply means be choosy with what you're consuming on social media. Yes. Right. So you, you ask the question, how do you feel when you leave the app? Right. Do you feel uplifted or do you feel I need more? Or do you feel like, Oh, I gotta go back to, you know, exactly. So if you're choosing wisely who you're, what you're following, um, you're going to, you know, it's, it's first of all going to put you in the right mindset and the right environment, but it also, you leave it feeling a little more. Yeah. That's my effective. favorite thing about Facebook. And maybe I'm just naive when it comes to the other apps, but the unfollow button oh, is yeah. amazing. Oh yeah. You can still stay friends with everybody, but I don't really like to see all that content and nonsense. <laughs> and so that unfollow button comes in handy for me. Yes. And there's no secret that the, the algorithm of these apps know what you what you consume. That's right. So Once if you, you on are on these uh, things that are just causing you to feel uh, comparison or right. doubt or anxiety, it's not only like tracking what you're liking, right. it's tracking how long you're on the, exactly. the actual post. If you're right. like spending some time or if you're scrolling past it, it notices those things and it literally trains your app to put those things, put to continue putting in front of That's it. Right. In front of it. So. That's why I love Twitter so much because I just get the strangest memes of like strange food yeah. and like weird videos and stuff. And I'm like, man, this is the type of content. I'm <laughs> this is what for. I'm here for. Right? So the algorithm has me figured out yes. fantasy football stuff and saints coverage and LSU coverage. Yeah. And, and, and so you do have to create that though. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you're going to find yourself leaving the app and being like, what did I just lose myself into for the last hour? Yeah. You check my Instagram explore page. You're going to see, memes right you're gonna see watches and like to look at watches you're yeah, gonna see you go. fitness stuff right. if you couldn't tell i'm into fitness yeah we can tell. <laughs> uh, it's just like again I, I follow that and i consume it and uh, uh brandy my wife sometimes she, she'll look at like stuff she likes to like read ingredients of, of things where like 
I feel like there's an article out there for anything like bacon causes cancer. You shouldn't eat it. And I'm right. like, Whoa, don't read that. Yeah. But she got into like a little like weak spell where she was reading that stuff and she just kept seeing it over and Everywhere. over and it was instilling fear. She's like, did you see this? I was like, honestly, no, I, I didn't see it because right. I don't follow it. So, you know, not only choose who you are following and just what you're consuming. Right. right? Exactly. Because that's going to make your experience, your user experience a lot better. But it's also going to cause you to leave the app feeling positive and uplifting. Right. Right. Um, Number six, kind of rolling through these. Now we may be running out of time. Take breaks. It's pretty easy. I kind of mentioned one of my goals one time was to uh, every Sunday not not get on social media. So just find ways to take breaks, whether it's part of the day, a complete day, a complete week. If you need to just go a week without using it, whatever. And it's a good, it's a good thing to do too, especially if you do a full day or like a full week. A lot of times when I'm leading up to something really important, I'll get off of all of it completely. Mm -hmm. And it really reminds me, um, like when I do get away from it and I delete all those apps and stuff like that, how bad I'm missing it reminds me that I needed that break. Yeah. Big time. And it's funny because you think when you take these big breaks, you're like, oh, I'm going to check it. And there's going to be so much I missed out on. Right. You check it and you're like, oh, oh okay. Nobody, nobody really. I, I really. remember I got <laughs> off of it for a while and uh, I kept telling Courtney, hey, did I miss anything? Did I miss anything? She's like, no, there's nothing I have to update you on. <laughs> like, you're good. You're like, anybody engage? Anybody? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nope, you're good. So, uh, and make sure if you do take a break to post a, an announcement video saying, I'm taking a break from social media because we If you need to reach me, here's my number. <laughs> Send me an email. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, just kidding. Don't do that. Uh, number seven, replace social media time. Sounds corny with other activities. If you're busy doing like life, exactly, you're not going to be sitting there scrolling. That's you what know? we do. That, that's what it is. It's an escape. And so like, if you feel like you don't need to escape anything and you're just yeah. enjoying what you're doing, yeah. then you don't need to go to that. You don't feel like you're missing out. So we, we love on our weekends to try to plan something with the kids. Cause obviously when you're with kids, a lot of it's just mundane, you're just kind of yeah. sitting there. Right. Uh, so if you plan activities and do things, you're not going to be tempted to spend so much time on it. That's right. So live life. Yes. Uh, getting close to the end. Number eight, seek support and accountability. Again, this can feel like, a bigger deal, like a big AA thing, but no, I, I think it's a big deal. And I think that like, just even to talk about this, like in the podcast, like we're talking about today is that, uh, we all, we all have an, an issue to a degree with it where we know we need to pull off of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so having somebody close to you, whether it's your spouse or a friend or something like that, to be like, Hey, keep me accountable. Yeah. And, and, uh, and having that support system together is huge. Yeah. And again, if you find other people that maybe be struggling with the same thing, I mean, you guys can do the activities together. You That's can right. do things to just kind of help each other out. And, uh, but yeah, you got to seek it. You got to ask people for help. You got to let people hold you accountable to it. That's right. And then the last thing sounds very easy. Easier said than done. Mm-hmm. You just got to be patient. Yep. You know, with anything that you're trying to break out of and something you feel so consumed with, you got to give yourself some grace and be patient with the process. Yeah. Don't absolutely. be mad at yourself if you mess up. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a big deal for so many of us. And, you know, I, I, we talked a lot of, about the negative social media, but obviously it wouldn't be as influential in all of our lives today if it wasn't also had the opportunity to be so positive. Yeah. It makes such a difference. And that's yeah. what we talked about initially is that our businesses, our lives wouldn't be the same without it. I mean, mm-hmm. I love staying in touch with people that Otherwise, I would have never seen from. I right. would have never heard from. A lot of us, we just graduate from high school, graduate from college, and they were like, okay, we'll see you. See the 10 year Never, yeah. maybe, right? And, and so being able to stay in touch with people like that is so awesome. But again, just kind of take that self-evaluation and say, how is this 
how am I feeling when I'm getting off of this? How am I feeling when I'm losing myself in this? And ask for the people that are closest to you if they feel like you're spending too much time in these things yeah. and give them the room to be able to tell the truth. For sure. And then I think that'll be a pretty eye-opening experience for you. Absolutely. And uh, I know we hit you guys with a lot of points, so uh, listen to this multiple times, take some notes. Right. But, you know, we don't want to make this a discouraging thing. No, Obviously, it is a big deal. Like, it can absolutely consume and cause some some really serious things but we also want to point out like like if you listen to gary v gary vaynerchuk right he's big on like hey social media is a good thing yeah. use it for good right. uh and just in our example like whenever we were we were going through uh the foster process with our oldest daughter um we we brought people in on that journey and right. it inspired people it, yeah. it caused people to want to look into it more become foster parents or at least help out in different ways we use it for a really good thing. Exactly. You know, so uh, I would encourage, and I guess that's what I want to leave you off with is, uh, yes, be aware of, of, you know, if you have an issue of, of being on it so often, but also be aware of how you're using it. That's exactly And then right. use it in a good, encouraging, uplifting way. It's just like anything. It's less about the actual content of what it is. It's about how you use it, how you consume it. And so you can use it, but not abuse it. And so I hope that that all was encouraging to you and just kind of eye-opening on yeah. some good tactics and some good tips to make sure that you hold yourself accountable and, and use social media the way that it should be for you. And so with all that being said, make sure you follow us on all <laughs> of our social, social media, media accounts <laughs> and make sure you, you know, set up notifications from house dads. Just so unravel just everything we said. <laughs> No, for real. I mean, we really want this to be obviously something that's not just for your businesses, but your personal life. And so this is a big deal of it. Um, so we hope that this was helpful for you and uh, we will catch you next time. See ya.